What's up, guys? My name is Jake from Brights and Films, and you're listening to the Good Morning Guys podcast. One, two, three, four. Good morning, my brothers and sisters. On this, our 105th episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast, thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we discuss the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. I am one of your hosts, the Brazilian Mountaineer and Transition Ninja, Lucas Ham Swisher. Also with me, our second member of the GMG Quadfecta. He's got music in his heart, Doctor Who on his brain, and La Coretta in his old stomacho, the master switch flipper, Mark Boucher. Guess who's back? Yeah. Back again. Boucher's back. Tell a friend. Beautiful. <laughs> I tell you what, man. It is so weird to say your name, introduce you right after me. Yeah. Like, I'm typically usually, last in the lineup. Yeah. Speaking of who's usually after me, Patrick and Ronnie are not with us tonight. Apparently, Pat got sick from eating too much Long John Silvers. And Ronnie had a kayaking accident because he sucks at it. <laughs> That's not true. Just kidding. They are both uh, enjoying some Labor Day uh, fun with family and friends, and they just could not escape. But no worries. They will definitely be returning next week. But let's introduce our third member of the trifecta tonight. Uh, on Mark's left and my right, he's a very special guest from the great white north of Ontario, Canada, who is the creator and host of Bright Sun Films, working hard to preserve the memory of the U.S.'s greatest tragedies and failures, a genuine urban explorer, spelunker, and roof and tunnel hacker, Jake Williams. Welcome, Hi, my brother. Everyone. How are you doing tonight, man? I'm doing very good. Um, yeah. Uh, thankfully not in a tunnel or hacking any other abandoned buildings. That's good. It would <laughs> yeah. make things very noisy. I already have occasionally, I'm pretty sure every podcast, I have a dog bark or a security car drive by and make siren noises. So the tunnel hacking yeah, well, would be We'll try not loud. to have that this time. Yeah, that's good. That's a good call. We appreciate that consideration. Though it would have made for really cool podcasting if we could have interviewed you and hung out while you were Live in the midst inside of an doing abandoned it. building. Exactly. That would have been awesome. Episode two, man. Yeah, that's that. That'll have to be the sequel when you yeah, special exactly. guest again. We'll have to arrange that. <laughs> All right. Uh, as always, uh, before we jump into into what's new news and uh, you know where we chatted up on our personal and gaming lives, and before we get to know Jake a little more in that Urban X life, uh, let's get into a little housekeeping where we offer towels, put mints on pillows, and tip you off to the things you need to know. If at any point during this podcast you're entertained, inspired, or just feel like spreading some love, could you please pause? Get on you or your friends, your family members, maybe even some random strangers if you're feeling crazy. Uh, get on their device, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, and Stitcher. Uh, as every podcaster and their brother, sister, cousin will tell you, it helps us reach a new audience. I don't even know how it works, but it's some, some, kind of, yeah, it's some kind of <laughs> algorithm they got going. Uh, also, while we are happy... Uh, you are hanging out with us today, listening and joining us. Uh, we do prefer you go beyond listening, so please join us on Discord, which is a cross between a forum, Twitter, and Facebook all mashed together, but it's much more personal and much less volatile. Uh, it's a great way to connect uh, with us, with our joiners, so please check it out. There's a link in the show notes or also on our Twitter page, at the GMG Podcast, to uh, join in on the fun and conversation. 
And then finally, the last thing I just wanted to share, a friendly reminder that we do also have a 10 to 15 minute inspirational devotional uh, partner podcast called Good Morning God, where I seek to challenge uh, those who listen to be more positive, intentional, relational in their journey as we journeyed through life together. Uh, Our first few episodes were on the Good Morning Guys podcast feed, but now it's spread its wings to our own channel and feed. So please find it on the podcast platform of your choice. It's working on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, which I found out this week. There are people who use it. I think I said last week there were five people. I've never heard of that. I hadn't either. But in Portugal, Hoffa, he uses it. Nice. Good on you, Hoffa. I'm sure there's got to be five more people. It's probably more than I can even imagine. But uh, there are lots of different ways to listen to podcasts, and we're on quite a number of them. But again, look for Good Morning, God, and you should find it. Uh, there is also a link in the show notes. Also, uh, you can find me on Twitter. Find the podcast on Twitter at the GM God Pod. So throw out a follow. And honestly, while I do talk about God, share portions of the Bible, I truly want those of all faiths or a lack thereof to feel welcome. Even if you don't connect with the spiritual aspects, I do try to share entertaining life stories, uh, even anecdotes from my favorite films and video games, that kind of stuff along the way. So it would be a pleasure for you to join me uh, at least one morning a week. So, alrighty then. I think that is all for housekeeping. So let's get on to what is new with you two and myself as the guest. Jake, why don't you uh, share first so people can get to know you a little more, maybe in the non-work related side of your life as we like to make it all personal here at uh, the Good Morning Guys. I don't know. In the in the age of COVID, is there such a thing as not working all day now <laughs> you really you, what else what do we do you give a fair point there that is yeah, so true um, we hibernate <laughs> pretty much Take yeah lots Winter's of naps here in at 11 o'clock at night right mark yep mm-hmm. <laughs> those 11 o'clock that's, naps are awesome uh, that's a bit of a jab don't appreciate that but okay <laughs> <laughs> it's all in fun so jake no, but uh yeah i've been uh just working <laughs> that's just about it wow. uh, all right how many uh, interesting things happen in my life uh, as it turns out what about you guys <laughs> well do you have a Come do on. you have a 95 job in addition to the youtube channel or is that your main deal yeah youtube channel is the is the main career right now sweet so uh yeah it's uh full force on that nice. so you really eat sleep and work and that's it you don't do anything else yeah don't have little hobbies this week at least that's about it yeah all right fair enough so it's yeah. been lots of work, lots of hard work. Okay. So we know you live in Canada. Have you lived yes. in the same, like, Ontario, that area, your whole life? Born and yeah, raised? Yeah, so I I grew up in uh, Niagara Falls, actually, or just outside of it. Which, um, but yeah, I've, uh, I live in the, the town of Hamilton, Ontario, and uh, it's, uh, it's a nice, quaint little city. I, I'm quite happy here. It's, uh, it's a good place to live, especially right now in the world. <laughs> Nice. Nice. Hey, that's I love Canada. I've been there a few times. I've gone to Toronto. Uh, of course, I've done the typical American thing of going to Niagara Falls. Yeah. I mean, the Canada side is way better than the American Agreed. side. Agreed. Have to agree. No comparison. So a little biased on that, but have to. Agree. Yeah, you are, but okay. rightly so. It's good. It's good stuff. And yeah. uh, I also back in the day learned your national anthem because I lost a bet. And uh, I had to learn to sing it because I lost a bet against a Canadian. Can you do it now? And they really, they really took it to me. I know how yeah, nice can you, you still do it. 
Yeah. <laughs> do it now. And I yeah, I still remember a lot of it. So do it now. It's good stuff. What? Do it now. Right now? Right now. Do it now. Oh Canada, our home and native land. True pilgrims love at all thy sons command. With lonely hearts we see thee rise the true born strong and free. From far and wide, oh Canada, we do something with our hearts for thee. <laughs> do something. Right, maybe I don't remember all of it. Yeah, a little bit. I'm terrible <laughs> with lyrics, honestly. Off on that, but uh, you got the core right, which is good. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. I really need to. I, why, I, if we would have had the Olympics this year, I would have been practiced up, but missed out. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, since you only all work and no play, uh, thinking about the past, just to get you to know you a little more on the personal side, uh, do you have a favorite video game? Uh, favorite video game? I we, think... We talk a lot about video games, so... I'm right there with you. Uh, my channel used to be a gaming I was going to say, so weren't I, you yeah. called Bright Sun Gaming at first? Yeah. Yeah. yeah way back in the day. All right. Um, I think my favorite video game of all time, truthfully, is either Halo 3 or Halo Reach. Those are two classics for me. Um... But right now, actually, just before I got on this podcast, I was playing Rainbow Six Siege, which is uh, the only other Xbox One game that I play. So it's uh, uh, not not much of a variety of video games, but uh, it's the core ones that I love. Hey, nice. At least you're yeah. getting your, your money's worth out of it and you're playing what you love. For me, like, I, I constantly play Apex Legends. Like, I have played the mess out of that game over the past yeah, year. I know now. lots of people who love that game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, myself and um, Patrick, another one of the guys on our show, um, we we play all the time for sure. So it's okay to play what you love. Yeah, yeah, man. And the I, I think Halo Three and Halo Reach, those were actually the last two Xbox games that I loved. So um, I'm yeah. I'm right with you there. You you picked coincidentally, some they were more than ten years ago too. So. Yes, <laughs> they were, but still. You know, some of our favorite games come from many years ago. They're, they're the yep. classics. Yeah, my favorite game is uh, like a twenty-five-year-old game. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is true. Uh, do you want to tell him what it is, or do you no, want him to guess? Not really, not at all. He should guess. Jake, what do you think it is? Twenty-five years ago. <laughs> twenty-five years game? ago. It's not Pong. Nope. Uh, not that's that old. a little further back. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit further back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're talking seventies, I guess, on that one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 25 years ago. What was 25 years ago? I'm assuming it was PC, right? Um, so actually it's a little, a little younger than 25. It's 23 years ago? Yeah. Nintendo? Yep. Is it a Mario Kart game? It is not. Hmm. But you're, but you're on... Smash? No, but you're on the right it's track in Nintendo. It's not a Mario Nintendo. game, though. No, nope, not a Mario <laughs> game. I'll be honest. I don't have that much of knowledge behind Nintendo <laughs> video games, so I'm taking shots in the dark here. <laughs> it's uh, it's Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. That is my ah. that is my favorite. Forgot about Zelda. Yeah. No, a lot of people like that game. A lot of oh, people like just, that franchise. You just broke Mark's heart. Mark's heart. It's okay. He died on the inside. It's okay. It, I take little chips off every day. <laughs> it's all good man you'll loathe me by the end of this podcast <laughs> you'll loathe me. well i don't think i'm watching this channel again <laughs> all right well i'm done moving Unsubscribes. on <laughs> how about a uh favorite tv show 
Jake, what uh, what have oh, you um, like to watch? My in girlfriend the past? and I are actually binging it right now, every single night. Uh, that would be HBO's The Newsroom. Oh, uh, okay. a little known show that aired for three seasons, but it's fantastic. I really love that show. Jeff Daniels, right? Jeff Daniels, yeah. that's right. Nice, good nice. show. I have not watched it. I've seen clips of it, but I've heard it is good. Yeah. It's a Sorkin. It's a Sorkin show. Aaron Sorkin wrote it. So yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely in that style of like The Social Network and um, A Few Good Men and all that, all those other movies that he's made. It's uh, yeah. It's no, it didn't get great reviews when it came out, and people still sort of hate it. But I don't know why. I think it's fantastic. But hey, that's just me. Nice. Again, you love what you love. <laughs> yeah. Love what you love. <laughs> all right. The last question we're going to ask, just to get to know you personally. Yes. Favorite movie. Uh. I'm going to stay in the Aaron Sorkin era and uh, say The Social Network. Not, oh, okay. uh, again, not a very common pick, but uh, Social Network. Love that film. <laughs> okay. Love what you love. It's a, good, it's a good flick. I have seen that. So that's good stuff. Yeah. For sure. I really like well-written, you know, snappy dialogue in films. It's uh, It's one of my, you know, guilty pleasures. Although I don't know if I'd even call it guilty. It's just a pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's no yeah. guilt in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So two out of the three things you mentioned, though, you did mention that you've been watching them recently or participating yeah. in them. So when you say you only work this week, so now we also know you're a liar. Uh, so <laughs> when I go to bed every night, after my nightly shower, I go to bed and my girlfriend and I watch the newsroom. Hey, that still First counts. First it was Downton Abbey for six seasons. Oh, gosh. Now you really did that? The newsroom. I live a miserable life now, guys. <laughs> I want to go out and explore stuff. No, you got to tell me, though. Downton Abbey, is it really that good? Uh, you know, I wasn't into it for the first three seasons, but I Three seasons? On. Yes, for the first three seasons. I wasn't, I wasn't How many times did it, you but... fall asleep during an episode? Yeah, every once in a while. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's a it, different than what I like, but it's... Uh, it, it got to the point where I started to care about the characters, and it was, it was to a point where we're on season five now. I'm like, okay, well, I'm excited for this, the next episode coming up. So, it's a uh, a very much a slow crawl, but I guess once yeah. you get to the end, it, there's a bit of a reward. Because I mean, it's you like you're, it they want you to like worry about someone's garden, or uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, there's the a next... new servant in the downstairs, and there's drama. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much it. I, I ask about that because my grandma has mentioned multiple times when we've talked to her over Skype uh, that she wants to send us all her seasons of Downton Abbey. And I'm like, uh, really? It's yeah. pretty expensive to mail to Brazil. I don't know if you no. want to do that. I like how the one person that recommends it to you is your grandma. <laughs> right. While Makes me, you feel better, right? While year old uh, <laughs> young man is watching it nightly after I mean, working. It's, it says something again, about it. So it's a it life covers... that I live right now. You're just yeah, an well, old soul, Jake. It's okay. That's right. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. Huh? I'll keep telling myself that nightly. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll let you off the hook for that. It, I think it's a good thing that you did to watch it with your girlfriend and, uh, you know. And well, I indulged her nightly on it. So Take one for the team. And that's exactly what I did. That proves your love. It show, yes. demonstrates it. <laughs> so that's good. All right, Mark. How about you, buddy? What's been going on? Oh, some things. Some things. Yeah, we have, you have two weeks to catch up on. Should yeah. I go first so I can move out of the way? I mean, if you want, 
It's totally <laughs> I really your I don't have a whole lot. And uh, so why don't I, I – I really want to give you the floor because I know that you're really – even though you're going to share your update, you really just want to interview Jake and just pick his brain <laughs> and just, you know, I'll get out the popcorn and I'll just interject a random joke or something. To, uh, Mark, to I hope you're happy with uh, with us talking about my Downton Abbey nightly schedule. <laughs> yeah. I hope this is all your dreams come true. The, the bar has been set. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've now we now have the title of the podcast: Downton Abbey, episode number five. The Downton Abbey spoiler cast. Jake Williams uh, disappointing podcast. Oh no! Daily. Don't say that. It's still too early to tell. Fast only forward through the first in. half hour. <laughs> All right, so my week was actually pretty normal. It was nothing crazy. Um, I did, I had a variety of things. I, you know, like Jake already mentioned, working from home, just like everybody else. I do have a wife and kids to throw into the mix. So uh, sometimes I'm working, sometimes I'm not working at all because my lovely family is with me and I just can't, I can't do it. I'm not one of those multitasker kind of people. Um, but this week was pretty good. Uh, this last week, I've been trying to follow a schedule because I'm easily distracted. I'm kind of like the, the the dog Doug in Up that sees the squirrel and is immediately the squirrel. Hi, I'm Doug. Um, so it was pretty good. I did have one thing that happened funny that was kind of work related this past week. Um, we every week we have a leadership Bible study with some Brazilians in our church. It's all in Portuguese. And this week, the, one of the pastors who usually leads it said, hey, Lucas, can you lead for me? And I'm like, I guess I'll try. <laughs> and so I led the study, and we were talking about a book, and it's nothing really complicated. I don't have to teach anything per se. Pretty much we all read a chapter of the book, and then we talk about it. And so you just kind of open up the floor. I try to give some commentary, some feedback, you know, I'd be a good, uh, responsible pastor and, and add my two cents. But for the most part, it... It's like a, it's a, it's a mutual thing. And so we had the time together, but at one point, one guy who joined the meeting late, he, all of a sudden you could see his screen start to move forward and his forehead started to go down. He was falling asleep in the middle of the zoom call, (laughs) falling asleep. And it was hilarious. And it was so hard to control myself to not actually, I did end up laughing because he was doing this thing where he his face was in the shot, and then all of a sudden you'd see his eyes close, and then his head tipped forward, and the phone would move forward, and all of a sudden you were looking at the ceiling. And most people kept a straight face, and I don't understand how, how they did it. But another guy and I, we just started chatting back and forth, and eventually I just had to be like, hey, uh, I'll, I'll change his name just to protect his identity. Hey, Frank, do you need some coffee is pretty much what... I asked him and he said, hey, I'm really sorry, Pastor. I had a long day at work and I'm going to. And so he sat up and he paid attention. He was fine the rest of the night. But it was just like it for me. I was like the one night I'm in charge. A guy falls asleep. <laughs> Were you really that boring? I, apparently. It makes you feel real good about yourself. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's like, wow, I'm glad. Actually, someone else was it was another guy talking who can has the tendency to go on and on. And so when he was falling asleep, I tried to be like really like animated and be like, yeah, guys, that's what, you know, Jesus said this and like just really be animated. And it didn't work. He still was falling asleep. It was it was crazy. So, you know, you'll have that Um, on the gaming front. I have just totally 
hit the brakes on Ghost of Tsushima and Dead Cells, which are the two games that I had been playing pretty regularly. Um, trying to wrap up that Ghost of Tsushima. I'm in the final act and uh, just w- kind of wanting to, to, to wrap things up. But unfortunately, I ran into this little, little known game called Marvel Avengers. Uh, just came out this past week and I am loving it. Um, it has brought any other gaming to a halt. I'm not playing Ghost of Tsushima. I'm not playing Dead Cells. Uh, I'm not playing Fall Guys. Sorry, Mark. I uh, really want to get you that win. You don't have to apologize have, to me. I know, but I really wanted to get you that win, man. Uh, Jake, just to catch you up, I don't. Have you played of? Have you played of? Have you played or heard of Fall Guys? I've heard of Fall Guys. My friend is very much trying to get me into it, but I have still really no idea what it is. It looks like a baby game, and that uh-huh. it should be really easy, but it's really hard. And so, some people are really good at it, like one of our co-hosts, Patrick. But then there's Mark and I where we're just like, eh, no, not so much. And so we fail a lot. I did have one lucky night where I got like three wins. It's like a battle royale mixed with Wipeout, oh, uh, like the game show where you just pretty much try to survive through these like obstacle courses and stuff. But we have not been able to help Mark get a win and really wanted to get him a win. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't see myself going back to it anytime soon because – Marvel Ultimate Alliance is just Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Marvel's Avengers, I, I mentioned Marvel Ultimate Alliance because it's really a mixture of that and Division mixed together, like the RPG elements, the playing as different characters, playing with your friends. Uh, it's got an excellent story. Uh, I just, I've loved it because the story itself, the campaign is very much like a Spider-Man. I, I get a very much a Spider-Man on PS4 kind of feel, like it could be in the same universe or the same world. And I don't yeah. know if, Mark, if you've had that same feeling in playing it. Have you played much of the campaign uh, besides <laughs> the multiplayer from before with us? Oh, goodness. Um, so, no. No, I have not. No? I have the only, the only amount of, of time I've spent on, the, on playing Avengers is what I played with you guys. I have Fair not, I have not pl- played it at all. Um, yeah. I'm sure I, I will work up to playing it again. Um, I've just, I don't know. I just haven't been that interested, um, yeah. which is sad because I spent sixty dollars on it. Um, yeah, so that is a bummer. Um, but no, I'm sure I'll I'll jump back into it um, and start the campaign because what I played at the beta was actually really I enjoyed it. Um, I don't know how much I like the the RPG elements of it. That's just yeah. not really my thing. Um, so. But we'll see. Um, but yeah, pretty much. Yeah, some of the pretty much not. <laughs> it's it's interesting that some of the RPG elements they they give you like I don't know, almost like hot buttons. Like for example, how you can change up your gear. You can just press a button to automatically apply the strongest gear. Yeah, and that's what I've search. done. Yeah, and that's that's perfect for you. And I wish they had like an auto level option that would kind of help too. Because I find the skill tree can be kind of overwhelming at first, um, and so. Really, you just kind of have to eeny, meeny, miny, mo. But for the most part, if you play it on easy, I think the story is really worth checking out uh, and playing through in the very least. And hopefully playing with us. Uh, I don't know how much you enjoyed playing with us the other night. I know that there were some things we were complaining about, like not having a ping system and just being like, I'm over here. And it's like, what does over here mean? And so we were having <laughs> trouble kind of coordinating our efforts where we were going and stuff. Yeah, but, it's it's just a... In those missions that we were doing, like it always just seemed like I was getting lost, 
and I yeah. couldn't seem to find you guys. Um, but I mean, overall, I had I had fun playing for sure. But um, I just don't know how much I would play it on my own, other than the campaign. Yeah. Um, but but we'll see. Uh, I definitely want to give it a shot, give it a fair chance. Especially again, I paid full price for it. Yeah, so, you want to give it that old college try for sure. Yep. Um, and you know, and it's had it's had mixed reviews. I believe I know a lot of people have had glitches that have yep. happened with it, where they've had to delete their saves, had to restart the game, yeah. all kinds of crazy stuff. Lem, knock like, on wood, I have not. Oh, good. Yeah, Lem, our buddy Lem, he uh, was like on one of the very last missions, and he's like, he can't go any farther. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, and he had to. I think he had to start over, right? I something like that. I can't remember, but yeah, he was like appealing to to the the Twitter account. It was like, please fix this. <laughs> yes, uh, Jake, you uh you uh a superhero fan, comic fan, um, that kind of stuff. Anything? Yeah, I mean, I've I've enjoyed the Marvel films. I um, all right. I haven't really ever played any of the the video games though i did, i heard mixed things about the new uh, avengers game though yep right. yeah it's definitely mixed uh hopefully they'll get some of the glitches worked out and uh that kind of jazz but it really it really helps when you have friends who are playing and so you're just talking together like who are you you know who are you mainlining who are you playing as the most and yeah and so you just compare the notes and stuff and it makes it a little mm-hmm. little funner as the second graders say <laughs> all right. Well, that's that's all I have for the update. It's been uh, Marvel's Avengers and uh, people falling asleep during church meetings. So uh, what do you got, Mark? What has been going on with you, belated okay. birthday boy? Yeah, so obviously uh, uh, August the 29th was my birthday. Um, Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so obviously I um, got together with some family, uh, both sides of my family, uh, my side for lunch and uh my wife's side for for dinner and got to spend time with them which was awesome um also got to do uh our birthday party stream um that night on my birthday uh which was a lot of fun streamed on our youtube channel got to play uh, some fall guys and some apex um yeah unfortunately did not get that win on on fall guys um i got so so close. close so many times but these stupid fluke yep. things end up happening to where it's just it just i just lose it and and as it's so frustrating to me um and and friends are now moving on from fall guys like patrick he's not into it at all anymore because i mean obviously dude has i kid you not probably like 30 or 40 wins uh, he's fall got guys. more than that i double something it. like that he, um, he got the platinum in the game, which is pretty much he did everything you could do in the game, Jake. And he did wow. it all by himself. Like, yeah, he was a natural. He picked it up That's real fast. But, um, yeah, I mean, I had a lot of fun doing it, but just still could not get away with that win. Um, however, we did get a couple wins in Apex, which yeah, was did. a great time. Um, That's your bread and butter anyways. So yeah, that, that feels better. Spot. <laughs> For sure. Um, so yeah, birthday stream, uh, was a lot of fun. Um, I know Matt Arctic M77 or Arctic Warlocks, whatever. Um, I know <laughs> Lucas, Pat, or you guys were there. Um, I know Isaac from the Infinity Bros was there. Uh, my buddy Aaron was there. Um, 
and I'm sure there. I think Ryan Stravi was there at one point. Yeah, he popped uh, in. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure there are others that it was two weeks ago, so I can't remember. But um, thanks, thanks a lot for for joining in on my birthday. Obviously, with COVID going on, that's the closest thing that I can have with my friends getting together and all that. So it was definitely definitely a great time for sure. Uh, that following Wednesday, my wife and I sh- uh, celebrated our three-year anniversary. Congratulations. So um, so that was pretty awesome. Unfortunately, we haven't been able to do anything special for it yet because we were kind of working that night. Um, so, But um, it's ha- it's going to happen at some point. We'll probably go out to dinner or something on our own. I don't know. Um, in, in Virginia, where I live, Jake, um, there's, cer- uh, there's certainly COVID cases here, um, but in my neck of the woods it's it's here but it's not like as prevalent obviously we have to social distance and and wear right. masks and things like that but we're not we're not like a hot spot so um you know restaurants and stuff are open around here but obviously they're they're doing social distancing rules and all that kind of stuff so right yeah uh, that's pretty much our canada is it's very much in that where i think we're in phase Four going on now so okay we're at a, a later stage in the uh the whole life cycle of this thing yeah for sure good um and a very very chill labor day um just kind of hung out at the house um had some had some food had some uh burgers but you gotta have some quality american food on uh, on labor day i guess um but uh on the gaming front, yeah, I've I've been very very dry in terms of like yeah I've played some Avengers, um, I played some Fall Guys, I've played obviously Apex the most, but um, I'm, I'm looking to jump back into into Avengers this week, and uh, also I really want to finish Ghost of Tsushima, because um, yeah. I am still technically in Act Two of oh, that. Get to it. Yeah, I have not gotten gotten to the final act yet, but I definitely want to. Definitely want to hit that. Also, um, I did something that I never thought I would do. For the past probably eight or nine years, I have been strictly team iPhone. I am very, I've been very much an Apple person. Um, I just love the aesthetic. I love the UI of, of all their products. Um, and I've just, I've had a much better time on Apple products. Um, but recent things have come to light that have caused me to shift my my focus from my, my love of Apple. I say that as I'm currently using a MacBook Air. But anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but um, just just the way that you know the the situation with Xbox and their X Cloud and, and and the fact that you know they basically denied. Um, X Cloud, Apple denied X Cloud on iOS because of, um, you know, the fact that they basically would have to review every single game that would be put on their their X Cloud and the Game Pass system and all that. Um, so it's not coming to iOS. Um, so I was kind of annoyed with that. Now the whole Fortnite thing—that's a whole other compli- complicated issue with Epic Games. But um, just some little things like that kind of turned me off a little bit to Apple, and I just decided I kind of wanted to change. So I bought a Galaxy S20 Plus. Um, wow. Yeah, the other day. So um, 
I am officially Team Android now, which I n- never thought I would do. But, um, yeah, here we are. <laughs> you have betrayed us. Switching sides. Mm-hmm. How dare you, sir? I tell Stark you what, side. you have, <laughs> you surprised all of us, including yourself. Yep. When you uh, jump ship and then we were like, hey, so what are we doing in our groups? And you're like, oh, I forgot <laughs> about that. I'm like, wow, thanks, Mark. Yeah, Appreciate so inside baseball <laughs> stuff. Um, so Throwing it out there. So Lucas, being in Brazil, you know, it's kind of different in terms of, you know, cell phone service. You can't, I can't just, in America, text him over in Brazil. Yeah, so, take, some, uh, take some money and yep. some complicated <laughs> phone plan changes to uh, text internationally. So the way we've been able to communicate is through iMessage, because we all have right. iPhones. Yeah, and I kind of ruined that. <laughs> It's all good. You'll leave the Echo or uh, Apple eco- ecosystem, then you're gonna yep. you lose those blue bubbles. Yep. You got to pay the price, but no, yep. it's okay. It's so I can get them to join the dark side. It's gonna work out. It's I'm making them join WhatsApp. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. WhatsApp. <laughs> I've used WhatsApp coming before. So. To fruition. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean that's been that's been pretty much everything on on my end. Just. Uh, Enjoying the close to Labor Day, and and not laboring. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, would you say? Pretty, what's that? Would you say you've you've abandoned iPhone? Ooh. He is the transition okay. ninja. Just gonna say. Uh, yeah, I, I would say I have abandoned iPhone because yep. they failed you. Got to do an episode on it now. Yep. 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 That's what it sounds like. Speaking of abandoned, mm. good segue. <laughs> Seeing as I just remembered, I'm the host at this point. Yep. <laughs> Inside baseball. Yep. Speaking of abandoned, that's kind of sort of what our topic is because we're going to be talking with Jake about Bright Sun Films. <laughs> Yes, that is right. We are talking with Jake Williams of Bright Sun Films. That is his uh, his company, his YouTube channel, um, which you can easily search out. Um, I-, I can tell you, Jake, that I have been a fan since probably early days of your Abandoned series. Um, basically, um, I was searching out, I think it was... Uh, the Nickelodeon Studios, <laughs> and um, yes, because uh, I the know classic calamity that yes. I made back in two thousand what fifteen something like that. <laughs> but um, I, I started searching that out because I think um, I, I don't know if you're familiar with Adam the Woo. I think I think you've used oh, yeah. some of his stuff. I um, love Adam. But um, yeah, I, he he did a a Nickelodeon Studios thing where he actually like broke into the studio and. and yeah. And was like take like that. It was long after because I think they closed in like 2005 or something like that. Um, yeah. And uh, he broke in, and they still had all the old uh, AV equipment in there, and and all the like the murals on the walls the murals, and things right. like that. Um. And and so that kind of led me down a rabbit hole, which led to your YouTube channel. Um. And and so that's that kind of started it all uh, for me. So Jake. Tell us a little bit about 
the the idea of your YouTube channel? Like what what is what is Bright Sun Films all about for those who don't know? Yeah, I mean, uh, Bright Sun Films was always supposed to be a sort of a reflection of my personality and my interests and all that. So that's why when you go on my channel, there's not necessarily i mean there is one theme sort of it's you know you have the main show abandoned and then bankrupted and canceled and whatever else but i also do a bunch of other stuff that i just find interesting from ship sink or uh, ship disasters and you know uh, abandoned malls somewhere in the country and every once in a while i'll go do my own thing and actually ex explore uh, explore the place themselves so it's it's a sort of a wide range of content that sort of just derives from my weird uh, obsessions over things you wouldn't necessarily uh, expect someone like me to <laughs> be interested in. But um, yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, it's something that I think a lot of other people share interest in. You know, you never really think about like the sinking of the Costa Concordia, but until uh you know, someone actually lays the story out and explains it to you, unlike media outlets at the time, it's, uh, it's interesting. It's, that stuff's very fascinating. So I'm, uh, I'm glad I'm sort of like the, the lightning rod for content that's kind of like that. I think, uh, yeah, I'd say that's like the aggregate of my entire channel. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what do you think is the appeal of like, you know, obviously, you know, a lot of what your what your videos are on are basically abandoned things of the yeah. past. Right. Um, you know, businesses that have gone bankrupt, things that have been canceled, things that have been, you know, lost to time for whatever reason. What do you what do you think of the appeal is of that to where, um, for one thing, you've got over nine hundred thousand followers on on YouTube now. Congratulations for that. Thank you. Um, so what do you what do you think the appeal is of that? Um, I for the abandoned stuff specifically, I think just like I have done in the past, I've I think everyone sort of has this weird kind of morbid curiosity about failure in the United, especially in the United States, because whenever you drive by this large hotel or large mall sitting on the side of the road, that's uh run down and or it's completely abandoned you ask yourself you know how did that happen yeah how much money was you know dumped and lost in this uh whole disaster that's unfolded in my small town it's like there's always a story behind these these places and um they're always sort of forgotten in the the large scale or the large scheme of things across the country you know you don't you don't ever really think to think about the the history behind your local mall that was closed down and torn down or whatever. So it's it's interesting, especially for people who live in those areas. Like we did a video on, um, what, what was it called? Uh, the Treasure K, Treasure K, I think it was called in the Bahamas. Mm -hmm. It was a cruise ship stop for Premier Cruise Lines, a long forgotten cruise line, but uh, that that island it was just this abandoned tropical resort that was being serviced as a destination for this cruise line but no one knew about it i mean there were videos and pictures online of it claiming to be by disney and all that but it the real story behind it was so much more interesting but it was sort of just lost as this like urban legend for decades so i think when we finally took it over and like 
actually analyzed how this story came to be, it's um it's fascinating. It, it, otherwise, it would have sort of been lost to time. And I think that's like the true, the true interest and the true um, draw for all this. It's like we're telling I'm telling stories that otherwise would be sort of forgotten in the the large scheme of everything else that's going on in this country. Yeah, I think lot. I think you touched on what I think is is the big point is the is the uh, one thing is the art of the story. Yeah. You know, can you tell this com- compelling story about the history of 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 these things? Um and the other thing which I think grabbed me uh is is some of the nostalgia factor. Oh uh, yeah, that, you know. yeah, that's another huge thing that I didn't even touch upon. The nostalgia factor is enormous, especially for you know, shopping and theme parks and all that. People, even like schools, like I did an abandoned school in Detroit, but and everyone had gone to, well, obviously everyone went to school, so everyone sort of has this somewhat emotional connection to the place. And then when you see it abandoned and destroyed and, you know, graffiti on the walls, it's like, it's such a surreal sight to see. It's so bizarre to see something that you recognize and have somewhat of a connection with in such a decayed and destroyed state it's it's fascinating sure absolutely um just want to root back to uh we actually reached out for some questions um for from our joiners we we call our listeners joiners here on the show and uh first off i wanted to pull up uh ryan strabi over on our discord um and and I think I know a little bit of this answer, but I figured I'd ask this anyway. Um, so how do you go about, because I know you do some urbex as well, some urban exploration, yes. um, in addition to that on your own, um, as well with other friends um, and other explorers. Um, how do you go about finding those spaces? And 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 he says, who do you contact to allow him to to, to basically get permission to film in those locations? Uh, I'll touch on the, uh, getting permission first. Sure. Sometimes we do that. Most of the time, the owners of these locations are dead or they're long gone in a chain of corporate mess and they're in litigation and all that. It's, it's an absolute mess. And that's why really most of these places are still abandoned today is because they're in lawsuits and limbo and all that nonsense. So, uh, usually it's just not going to happen that way. Yeah. But, uh, the way we find them Usually I, I'm scanning every once in a while, you know, brand new closures, and there's going to be a lot this year. Uh, but, you know, really, I, I'll just go through Google Maps, go up and down maps in okay. certain areas that I, I, I'm I pretty keen on visiting. And uh, what do you know? There's uh, there's this uncut grass in this uh, abandoned hotel. I wonder what that's all about. So, <laughs> you know, we'll go on Google uh, Street View and sort of analyze the whole place and yeah, you'll put the pieces together pretty quickly on whether or not it's uh, it's an interesting location. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's an arduous task. Yeah, definitely. It, it sounds like it. You actually you sound a little bit like a digital archaeologist uh, combing through each block and street, and uh, that's pretty cool. And for me, I am a fresh uh, fan of Bright Sun Films and what you do. I just started watching today. And uh, it was very interesting. I did like a crash course in, uh, you know, all the things you're doing in Abandoned. And uh, I really, I'll tell you one, one thing that grabbed me in watching today was your Jurassic Park 
I uh, knew it. Video. I knew you were gonna love that. And I'm glad I was just like, it. huh? <laughs> that video has been doing terrible in views. I uh, well, I don't know why. I love I, Jurassic Park. So to me, it's like I saw some of the pictures of like the half man, half dinosaur, yeah. and like some of that. I was like fascinated. I was like it's glued insane. in. Yeah, it was totally insane. And oh, well, I appreciate that. That lifts yeah. my spirits on that video a little bit. Yeah, once once I get once I get to really sit, I also was contending with family and also other things going on at the same time. So I didn't get to watch all of it, but I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna go back watch it all. I will definitely be pushing it on the social and try to get your numbers up on that one. But uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> I really just like I like the idea of of not forgetting our failures, not forgetting you know whether it's a failure, a tragedy. Uh, we have this tendency in our culture now to just breeze by stuff. You know, yeah, oh yeah. The, the big name people, the the sometimes it feels like a lottery, like who is going to stick in the media. But for the most part, most common man, it's like a, it's like a, a just a, it's a wind. It's like ten seconds and it's passed, and people have moved on. Whether it's in news, social media, etc. So, I appreciate what you're doing. You're preserving failure and tragedy because that's what we learn from. That's how we get better in life in general. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's a, it definitely puts a, a fine point on a lot of the issues that are going on in this society today. It's uh you know, we are a very wasteful uh, people. You know, we, we are very okay with leaving perfectly fine structures for whatever reason, just sitting there abandoned. It's uh it's, it's interesting to, to see. And it's, um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty staggering how much money is just wasted. So yeah. so very often. Well, yeah. yeah, I often wonder like it probably is more money to destroy the thing than it is oh, to absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean the just the the location behind me. Yep. I mean in the film we explore you know truly what a disaster this theme park had become. I'm referring to Six Flags in New Orleans. Um. And yeah, I mean, it's the theme park has been sitting abandoned since Hurricane Katrina, and it's estimated that it'll cost over twenty million dollars to demolish it. So, wow, of taxpayer money, mind you. So it's, uh, yeah, it's that's crazy. It's quite a thing. Now, I watched the trailer for the first time to that, and let me tell you, I was, I was as a as a fan of amusement parks. I love amusement parks. It broke my mm -hmm. heart to hear just the little bit of the stories that you know you tell in the trailer. Yeah. And uh, what can you tell us uh, about that movie? I think it's not been released yet because of COVID and things. It was delayed. Is that? Yeah, uh, we're, we'll be in some festivals this year. Um, we actually just signed a deal with a, a sales company. So announcements awesome. are coming soon. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's uh, the film was like a, a huge passion project of mine. I've always wanted to make something that's slightly higher caliber than my youtube stuff and uh so i figured hey why don't we just make a feature film at a place that i've always been interested in uh and tell the story in a more cinematic and professional way and um close for storm was born so uh yeah we actually went out to the abandoned theme park in, in uh, new orleans and it was um it was quite a surreal experience standing inside an abandoned six flags theme park in america it's uh it was quite something yeah yeah, I'm sure like like even with the the urbex that you do on your channel um and and watching other urban just the the eeriness of of just seeing something destroyed and and frozen in time yeah. especially something involved in such a, a heavy event such as Hurricane Katrina um that's that's insane. I've I've watched you did you did an actual 
YouTube video on on Six Flags New Orleans before you Long did ago. this movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, a video that's very unlisted on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Way back in the in the archives. Yes. <laughs> I'm fine if that's lost to history. Let's okay. Be clear. Okay. You got to start somewhere. The YouTube uh YouTube archives. Yeah. <laughs> now going back to um how you find locations and things mm. like that. You actually like do you meet up with other um, you know, urbex people and and people whose interests are kind of like yourself to to find places. Uh, I'm good friends with a lot of people in the community, the urban exploring community. Um, not sometimes we'll communicate with other people uh, on locations. Certain places, like I remember, we we went to Cleveland East and and um. You know, I think it was Urbex Dane that I, I had spoken to. And mm-hmm. so locals of the area, I'm definitely uh, very keen on working with and, you know, going and exploring with them because they know the area best. So who else better to, to, to talk to than the people that are actually living there? Exactly. Right? Exactly. Now, does that uh does that come from a little bit of competition, wanting to be the first to kind of get the first scoop on a abandoned location? You know, if... No, not really. I've always, um, my philosophy has always been, because I most of the places that I've filmed on my channel, pretty much all of them, maybe apart from one or two, uh, I'm the, I'm way down the list of how many people have done it. Okay. My thing is, if someone else, if I'm going to do it better than someone else, then I'll film it. If not, if there's like a proper people, they're the top echelon, uh, they're the gold standard of urban exploring. Um, if they've done something, probably not going to do it because the the location has been archived and documented in the best way possible. So I don't need to do it. That's my sort of thinking. But if I if I'm at a place that you know Joe Schmo has done five years ago with an iPhone, and I'm in the place now, I'm thinking, okay, well I can do it better than them. So I'm gonna I'm gonna present it in my own style and in my own way. But um, if not, then it's already been documented. That's probably well, probably ended there right gotcha well to give you a little just a few a little bit of heads up i'm from west virginia in the u.s and we have a lot of places available for urban exploration you sure do we abandon a lot of the stuff that we have and it is yeah a lot of coal mining towns a lot of coal mining towns a lot of towns that are like ghost towns just because you know how the how the the corporations and especially the coal centered mm-hmm. corporations, how within years and sometimes months, how they went from booming to nothing, and so yep. there are a lot of locations in the in in West Virginia for sure. Yeah, I I really I've spent a lot of time in West Virginia. It's uh it's a great place. I love the mountains. I love driving yeah. through them. It's uh it's a nice area to be in. Nice. What part of uh what parts of West Virginia have you been to? Do you remember any of the the names of the uh, areas see well Pop your quiz. geography may be poor in canada <laughs> yeah, my geography true. on that area of the east coast for some reason is not that great <laughs> everything sort of mixes together from south carolina south carolina all the way to virginia it's like yeah. it all just blends together for me fair enough <laughs> but i've definitely stayed in the cities going down to florida which i've driven to florida too many times yeah nice that's cool though um yeah so on our going on with our our joiner questions um technically this guy's not a joiner seeing as he's one of our co-hosts 
But since he's <laughs> he's not on the show this evening, Mr. he's Wilson. a joiner today. Yeah, yeah. he's an honorary joiner today. Hi, uh, Patrick. Mr. Mr. Hollywood Bones, aka Patrick Novacell. Um he actually has a couple questions for you. So, first of all, what is what is something you would love to film? Like, what's your what's your dream pick for a place to film? Uh, boy. Or maybe a, a dream project, something that you haven't yet tackled. Chernobyl. Well, you know, if it was a year ago, I would have said that place. But yeah, <laughs> but been there, done that. Now, um, I know this is a lame answer, especially for people who know me from the channel. But uh, I'm gonna go go ahead and say Disney's Discovery Island. That's probably the one place that I would love to get onto and actually film. They That'll res- never happen. Oh yeah, but, you know, a man can dream. <laughs> they recently to- had a was it like a manhunt or something over there? Yeah, there was uh, some guy, some guy had tried to camp on there for a week or something, and I don't know what happened. He had lit a bonfire in the middle of it and gave away his position, so Mm -mm. thus a Orange County manhunt began with, like, helicopters and people on the... It was insane. (laughs) It's uh, quite the Florida man experience, really. Mm -hmm. Now, just just real quick... um... What what is if you could give like a a summary? What is what is Discovery Island like? What is yeah. that? All right, so Walt we have Walt Disney World. There's a huge lake in the middle of it, and um, on that lake is there's a tiny island called Discovery Island. It uh, if anyone knows Animal Kingdom, the theme park in Orlando. Uh, before that, there was a zoological island called Discovery Island, and um, it closed in 1999, I believe. And ever since, it's been abandoned. It's this literal abandoned zoological park smack dab in the middle of Walt Disney World. And uh, not too many people know about it. And it's quite fascinating because it's a literally frozen in time, an actual Disney attraction that's frozen in time. Fascinating. Yeah, hmm. absolutely. I was I was trying to, to think if, if they were doing construction on that, but I think I'm thinking of River Country. River Country, that's right. They actually demolished that for a hotel. That's also probably canceled at this point. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Disney has lots of things that they've that they've had to cancel. <laughs> Indeed. When you have like 40,000 acres, what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um and so the other part the other question that he asks is is how has the pandemic affected things on on your end in terms of Bright Sun Films? Are you still able to visit places or and, and and do what you need to well that's sort of the big issue right now um initially it wasn't that big of a problem because my main show abandoned canceled bankrupt is all all done at home by me anyway so it's, sure that wasn't much of a change um and i'm basically indoors the whole time anyway I'm, i work from home i have my own home office so that's not uh changed much however the exploration stuff is because i can't travel to the united states so, um, stuck in Canada for the year. Mm. I love my country, but not particularly exciting when it comes to urban exploring. Right. Uh, so, haven't been traveling to the States uh, since, which is a bit of a bummer. Um, doesn't look like I will be anytime soon, but uh, yeah. So, I I definitely won't be able to film any places in the United States for a while, which uh, definitely hinders my ability to sort of produce the uh, urban exploring stuff. Um so yeah, it's uh, uh definitely definitely not too great on that uh, on that front. So I think uh probably that's the biggest 
biggest hit I've taken, which I guess is fortunate, you know, yeah. considering the very, very unfortunate past that brought uh, a lot of other people in the country. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you can still you can still do your thing and do your job. Yeah, yeah um, here here in in Virginia where I live, I I work um, in a car dealership in the service department, and they are considered essential. So um, work has not stopped for us. Good. Um, so which which is which is a blessing because I know there are a lot of people who can't work out of work. Um, so I mean I'm certainly thankful for that. So I'm glad that you can at least keep going for the most part yeah yeah no i'm very much fortunate very privileged to be in the position i am that's for sure awesome um what what has been your what would you say has been your best experience while working on a particular project hmm best experience um there's maybe a fun memory or or something like that i think contractually at this point i have to say that the doing the documentary was probably uh, the craziest, largest sort of thing I've ever tackled. It was uh, a ton of work and a ton of like crazy stuff that I never thought I'd be doing. So I think um, just overall, the the things that that documentary has brought me and the stuff I've done and the people I've met and all that, I think that's uh, that's definitely the the coolest and greatest experience, honestly, of my life probably so far. It's uh it's quite the quite the adventure I went on with that, but um, hmm. I've done so. I mean, just doing these topics and talking to interviewing people and talking to people, you know, about them. It's uh, you learn so much about people and different aspects of life. It's it's just fascinating. I really um, doing the show and and covering these types of topics. You explore so many different areas of industry and uh areas and places it's just yeah it's fascinating like we got i got to um interview bruce narenberg uh that aforementioned um premier cruise lines corporation that long gone it's uh it's just fascinating you're talking to a ceo of a company who was so transformative in in an industry uh that was defunct back in the 90s it's just what a crazy like yeah and the fact that he was willing to actually actually talk to you about it and most people don't want to they don't want to go back to their failures usually yeah that's another thing too well i would, <laughs> you know you can't even call it a failure of his because he he i'm sure made lots of money and created a a whole you know i don't know how to say it, a genre of an industry right yeah. so is um he was very much a, a an impressive guy and he's uh he's done so much and the fact that he was able to take his time and talk to me about you know something that he did in his past for a youtube video it's just insane yeah absolutely so Jake, I, oh go ahead just real quick in looking at the opposite side you know yeah. y- you're talking about the exciting but you know that in looking at a bunch of abandoned places failures uh have there ever been any sites that you've gone to where you really thought it was going to be incredible and maybe it you got there and it was like you almost had to, you, maybe you were, I don't know, maybe you, have you ever been tempted to do like a Bear grills and to make like something really more exciting than it actually is? Um, yeah, the most recent, uh, the most recent thing I can think of is, uh, I, okay. So I did a video two or three years ago in 2017, whatever that was, uh, in 2017 for Hurricane Irma, which was a huge hurricane coming yeah. through. 
I bunkered down in Central Florida for it. It's an exciting, action-packed video of you know crazy winds and all that. It was a it was a crazy experience. So last year, Hurricane Dorian was coming through, Category Five out in the Caribbean. Exciting! This is going to be action-packed, more uh, stronger winds. We got a huge storm coming towards us. This is going to be insane. I'm documenting the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> skirts across the the side of florida not oh, much yeah. action and uh, <laughs> so yeah the video did not turn out exactly the way i wanted it to um not exactly the action-packed uh hurricane drama that i was expecting so um there were, they were some pretty heavy rains though well we got rain yeah <laughs> which... yeah that doesn't quite translate the camera it's like it doesn't ooh, no it's uh, large it wasn't droplets. the action-packed uh drama that i was hoping for but uh again Probably for the best. <laughs> so how tempted were you to buy a Florida? But uh, were you tempted video, to buy a wind yeah. machine? Tempted to buy a wind machine and uh, manufacture some hurricane? To just... Yeah, we should have just bought one of those industrial wind turbines right next to our hotel and just turned it on and slammed it for us. But uh, yeah. <laughs> now I I absolutely love like when you actually can go back and and update about you know things that you've talked about video you know places yeah. you've talked about and go back and this is what ha- has happened since obviously a place that's near and dear to my heart especially when i was a kid was toys r us and, yes. and obviously you recently did uh did a, a, a bankrupt i think was uh, on uh on toys r us and then you did an update on it in in 2020 yep. to where now who knows where that's gonna go at this point because yeah. obviously with covid and all that um but it looked like they were they were kind of trying to rise from the ashes um yeah just opened two new stores and uh and two uh luxury malls and i haven't actually been keeping up with them i don't know if they're still open or not uh after covid had started because uh at the time i think i did it in march and covid had just started picking up but uh yeah they can't be doing well i would imagine i don't know probably not i don't think so (laughs) yeah Oh goodness! But um, just going through some of the other the other videos you you've done the like the American Dream Mall, yeah, that to me was insane. Yeah, just how much money and and time and just years and years of that basically being in construction and development hell. <laughs> uh, you got you have this enormous mall, five billion dollar. You really can't wrap your head around that. Five billion dollars. Yep. I, I mean, you look at other mega projects in the Golden Gate Bridge or, you know, stadiums across America, a couple hundred millions of dollars. We're talking five billion dollars for a super mall that still isn't open. <laughs> that yeah, started crazy. construction in the early 2000s. I, it's, yeah, it's just an insane <laughs> Yeah, it's like they started it and it looks dated. So now we've got to update it. Now we can only open a portion of it. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. And if you like that video, I have a new video coming out this Friday, in fact, uh, on another New Jersey mega project. I don't know if you'd call it that, but uh, an Atlantic City property that that went through a very similar uh, construction hell and sort of this... You know, lots of money being thrown at it, and who knows where it's going, you know? Insane. Absolutely insane. Yeah. I guess I'm curious to know, because you kind of you touched on this, because you talked about some archived 
you know, past YouTube videos or yeah. things that you don't want to really see the light of day anymore because it was the early stuff. But what was like your first experience with uh, urbex, urban exploring, urban exploration? What really like, what was, do, can you describe for us the moment when you just turned the corner and it really became a passion for you? All right. Yeah. So two different times. So first I was in Watkins Glen, New York, uh, camping on the Finger Lakes and uh, a very old camping facility. It's a national park, I believe. Um, Down through these pathways, there's this little shack, uh, very much abandoned, forgotten part of the, the campground, probably part of the the old, you know, era of the facility made a uh, stone and all that to me i i was probably nine or ten at the time uh fascinating loved it it's so cool uh you know you have this abandoned building that's trees are growing around it and you know it's covered in foliage just a, such a cool idea to me it's like something that was built so long ago and it's sort of just being reclaimed by nature what an aesthetic what a what a sight to behold um i thought that was so cool uh, now, when you fast forward to probably about 2009 or 2010, uh, I was watching Adam the Woo, um, yeah. his video on River Country. And at the time, I uh, just got my first computer and I was, uh, or maybe not even that, I think I was going through my parents' computer or something and um, uh, found this River Country thing, Disney's River Country, this abandoned theme park right in the middle of Walt Disney World. Uh, I've been to the parks many a times as a, as a kid and seeing this, I was like fascinated by this. This is insane. So I did my research on it and, um, there wasn't really anything else online that sort of went through the comprehensive history of the, uh, the, the water park. So I, I took it upon myself and, um, yeah, that's sort of how, uh, how everything was born. That's where my interest sort of, uh, hmm. accumulated into, where we are today with the psychotic weird passion morbid passion i have with this with this topic (laughs) but you're not the only one and that's and that's the that's the great part of it yeah it's it's quite a large niche it's it turns out yeah and it's always interesting in your videos where like you you've got the juxtaposition of of you know what you know when you pull the old footage of like what what did Mm -hmm. this look like in its heyday yeah. How how did it function? How how popular of a place was it? And then all of a sudden, you just switch to what it is now, and just how how much it has fallen by the wayside yeah. and just been lost to time. It's um, a it's a stark contrast. It really is, and it's um, it is a interesting visual aspect too to see something that had, uh, and that's where the nostalgia factor kind of comes in too, where you see something that's. And it's pristine, it's best state, it's where everyone remembers it. And then you see it today, this stark contrast to where it is today in most places. It's, um, yeah, it's quite a difference. And it's, uh, to a lot of people who see it, they see it as a sad thing. They really, you know, it's sort of like this depressing thing. To me, I find it fascinating. It's it's sort of like this uh, this place that's been stuck in time but only in a but only in the sense that it's sort of been forgotten by everyone yeah it's um yeah it's very uh interesting to me i know i've said that a lot but it it is (laughs) hey it's fascinating you love what you love 
I love. Ex- there we go. I love. What I love. <laughs> um. So just one more question for you. Um. From our Twitter. Um. Actually, Uncharted Travel. Oh on, God. On Twitter. <laughs> Uh, they asked, "Is Jake Williams my dad?" I'll I'll speak directly to Uncharted Travel, uh, Mr. Brendan Evangelista, who runs that YouTube channel. Brendan, no, I'm not. I'm not your dad. <laughs> Leave me alone, Brendan. Good. Stop it. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> yeah. All right. Well, I think I think we've we've pretty much run the gamut here of 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 just going the ins and outs of of your YouTube channel. Um, Jake, where, where can people find you and, uh, go ahead. This is your moment to plug anything and everything. So go sure. right ahead. Well, I mean, uh, if you want to find me, just search up brights and films, literally anywhere. They'll find it. Uh, or if you're extremely lazy, just go to YouTube and type in abandoned. And I'm sure I'm, th- I'm the like top two search results. So you'll be fine there. There That's, you go. Uh, yeah. And obviously, we'll be looking out for for closed for storm the the big old documentary you're doing. Yeah, definitely big and old. Yeah, yeah, that'll be <laughs> that'll be really that'll be really good and very compelling. Uh, I did want to ask, maybe as just as a final question, what are your next mm-hmm. steps for maybe Bright Sun Films, but even bigger, just for you? Uh, you know, maybe you're living the dream and you're like, I could just explore every abandoned structure <laughs> in the United States or world, maybe to go beyond the United States. What are, what are some of the next steps you've been envisioning looking ahead of uh, how to develop what you're doing? Yeah. I mean, uh, I think close for storm is a, is the stepping stone perhaps into something a little bigger for the, for myself and maybe even the company, but uh, I'm very privileged and I'm very happy with where I am right now. I, I really do love doing what I do. Um, who knows how long that'll last. Uh, I, I like to think that uh, because my content is rather very easy to digest and everyone loves to learn stuff, uh, hopefully that means I'll be around for a little longer than some vloggers, but uh, who knows? <laughs> but um, like I said, I think Closer Storm hopefully is a, is the first first point in a much long roster of, of films that I'd love to produce over the next 10 to 20 years. Um, definitely have an idea for the next documentary I want to do, and... Uh, if all goes well with Close for Storm, who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe I'll be back in production within a year or so. So uh, we'll see. Yeah, but I'm, uh, I'm very optimistic for the future. I'm very excited. We're just getting started. Yeah, yes. man, for sure. And we'll be, uh, we'll be watching with you, and uh, definitely be looking forward to see how things develop in that area of your life. So sounds good. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we have for this. Uh, this time of urban spelunking with Jake Williams. It has been a pleasure. Um, If you would like to connect with us as a podcast, the Good Morning Guys, beyond listening, as I mentioned at the top of the show, follow and chat with us on Twitter at the GMG Podcast or Discord. Our link's in the Twitter profile or in our show notes. We also do old school email, thegoodmorningguys at gmail.com. And if you want to give us a call at 929 GMG guys to leave a message, ask a question, or simply let your voice be heard. We would welcome it. It would be fantastic to hear your beautiful voice or your ugly voice. We won't judge. It'll it'll be all right either way. Um, speaking of what should be heard, Mark, do you have any song additions to add to the GMG music playlist that any and all can hear on Spotify and Apple Music? GMG music
Yeah, I do happen to have some additions uh, this week to the GMG Music Playlist, of course. Um, so, first off, uh, basically I went with the theme of the name of your of your YouTube channel, Jake, being Bright Sun Films. I tried to pick a couple of songs with bright or sun in the title okay this, this is usually nice. this is usually how i how i go with things i try to go and 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 we'll get to to your your choice uh, as i offer with every guest uh, and it doesn't have to have sun or bright in it but this is the <laughs> that way would that narrow I was... it down a bit i'll be honest <laughs> but uh, okay good i try to not to not limit you know people <laughs> to, to to that i just it's a standard i set for myself um, but of course, uh, so the first pick is, uh, the Beatles all follow the sun. Mm, yeah. Okay. And the second pick is Switchfoot's Burnout Bright. So. Cool. Cool. Jake, uh, as I asked you before we started recording, you have your choice of a song to add to the GMG morning playlist. What is your choice? Good, sir. Yeah. Okay. So are there, so just out of curiosity. Not yeah. saying I'll do it, but are there restrictions on the genre? Can I add like a film score or something? I I don't think we've done that before, but yeah, I think we can. <laughs> Let's go ahead and do it. No, I won't even do that. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the <laughs> the last song I up to or recently added to my uh, my Apple Music. Um, I'm gonna go with "Dancing in the Moonlight" by Top Loader, classic song. There you go. Nice. Still got brightness going. Moonlight's bright. Yeah, yeah, and it's I just like it. it's, moonlight, but it's the reflection of the sun, though. So yeah. it's still sun. It's true. Yep, that's a fantastic choice. That's a good pick. I Mark faked me out earlier when he said the Beatles. I thought he was going to say Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. No, oh, that would have been a good one too. That would have been like an indirect bright sun connection. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little more on the nose than that. Yeah, I guess. Got to be all literal. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, besides our weekly uh, GMG music playlist, we also have a weekly GMG uh, video game top 100 that we're contributing to, building up to episode 125, where we're going to have a very thorough and scientific voting to plan out or kind of unveil our top 100 video games of all time, the official GMG list. Um, we have a, a, a contribution from myself, from Patrick, from Mark, uh, Jake, you're going to be representing Ronnie tonight and be uh, contributing right. a game. So, <laughs> uh, just so you know, Halo Three's already been mentioned. So, uh, Mark mentioned that one last week. So, it's uh, <laughs> one of my picks. Yep. And uh, so you can. I'll give you a second to kind of think of of that because I don't think I warned you ahead of time. Surprise. Um, but Patrick wanted to contribute Knights of the Old Republic. The old mm. Star Wars Xbox game that I definitely loved as well, and we've talked about on the show a few times. Uh, I picked Dragon Age Inquisition, a newer RPG by, ironically, the same company, Bioware, same publisher. No, publisher? Developer? Developer. Developer, yeah. Uh, Bioware. Uh, so Dragon Age Inquisition, I just played that last year, I think. Yeah, last year. Uh, I played it a few years late, but man, it was a fun game. I really enjoyed that RPG. Uh, Mark, how about you, buddy? What is your contribution this week? My contribution is Super Mario Odyssey, which Woo-hoo. is basically a huge love note to all of the fans of Mario. There's basically it's it's fan service in the best way possible. 
it's and basically it's the best Mario. Game. Yes, it is basically a combination of all of them. Yep. Um, and that makes it one of the best. Um, so, yeah, Super Mario Odyssey. Nice. All right, all right Jake. Jake. We'll give you all lots right. of time. I have two very different genres of games, but I'm very conflicted on which, which one I should uh, should go with. I'm either, I, obviously, Halo Reach, right? Yeah. Yep. Or Planet Coaster. <laughs> Interesting. Have you guys have either of you guys heard about that game? Is I don't that even like, know what that means. Is that kind of like a roller to- <laughs> roller coaster tycoon kind of thing? Yeah, it was. The, it's from the developers oh, of okay. the original Roller Coaster Tycoon Three, and oh. they went off from Atari and they built their own roller coaster uh, builder called Planet Coaster that came out two or three years ago, and it's fantastic. It's phenomenal. I'm it liking is- this Planet Coaster idea. It is wonderful. Halo Reach seems a little too... Well, I mean, we got Halo 3, and we don't want to go too mainstream. Like last yeah. week, we were given the suggestion of uh, Lollipop Chainsaw, which is oh, okay. added to our I list. I haven't heard that name in a while. No, we hadn't either. <laughs> <laughs> but again, Ronnie had given his pick to a guest, so yeah, <laughs> that's part of the fun. So I like, I like, I personally say go with Planet Coaster. Let's do Planet Coaster. Which, when you yeah. said that, I initially thought of uh, planet-sized coffee cups on a coaster. And I was like, <laughs> how does this work? Is this like Downton Abbey, like connection, like the tea time kind of thing? I was just, That's I was totally a very in a different weird place. connection. Very weird. That's I'll how my honest. brain works. Giving for you a peek behind the I curtain. Went, for some reason, I went to Pizza Planet from Toy Story. Oh, that's why. another good one, yeah. <laughs> pizza Planet would have been, a, I'd play a Pizza Planet simulator. That would be fun. I can't believe neither of you heard about this either. No, Planet Coaster. I've heard of Roller Coaster Tycoon, but again, what is Planet Coasters on PC? I take it. Yeah, they they just announced a console version and a Mac version. Whoa! Um, look out! Yeah, look out, guys. That would be uh, why I'm not yeah, a master no, it's race a, guy. It's a great film or a great game. I great film. <laughs> They're good. They'll probably make a film about it if it gets popular enough. They'll. I'll make watch it. Planet Coaster the movie. <laughs> That would be fantastic. I'd give that a whirl. Yeah, but I, I mainly play PlayStation, so I if it comes gotcha. to PC, it needs to come to PlayStation before I even know what's going on. Yep. Yeah. Arguably a much superior console, but won't say it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. it's me. That's it. All right. Yep, that's so that, yep, we gave all turn. the video games. We've uh, contributed <laughs> the next four. We'll just keep building that list, and I look forward to see how all the chips fall when we uh, get to episode 125 and put them out in order. Put them all in order. Uh, yeah, so let me find out here where I am. I lost my place in my notes. Next week, uh, it will be randomness, where uh, the four hosts, Lord willing, will all be together for the first time in a couple weeks, and we will each bring a topic, and uh, it should be a good time. So... Yeah. Should be. Yeah, it should be. We'll see. Some people have to shake the rust off if they've forgotten how to podcast. <laughs> All righty then. Mark and Jake, along with you, our beloved friends, family, and joiners, go get your good morning this week, and may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you spelunk through your local abandoned mall and game. Watch your step. One, two, three, four. <laughs>